Welcome to episode 7 of Their Trope Style for Dominance. I'm Gabs. I'm Liz! Yay! We've got this intro thing down pat, finally, I think. Yeah! So, uh, Gabs, you want to give a little intro to how the show works for people who haven't watched before? So, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, welcome, welcome. Um, The way this works is we have two of us, obviously, and one of us gets to go first, the other goes second, the person who goes first gets to share a trope that they picked out um, from fanfiction that they either love or are interested in reporting about. And then the second person gets randomly assigned a trope by a random generator and um, has to do some research on a trope that either they don't know much about or they've never touched before. Or maybe, if you're Liz, you get lucky and keep getting stuff that you like. Uh, <laughs> or if you're Gabs, you keep getting stuff that you don't usually read. Oh, I'm sorry, but when we get to it this week, you got something okay, you actually yeah, do fair, like. I got very lucky this week, um, but normally I get hit <laughs> with like a weird shit like telepathy. I'm like, who goes and searches like me, me, childhood friends. Yeah, like, who goes on Archive of Her Own every night and is like, you know what I'm really craving tonight? A fic that's all about telepathy. I don't know, maybe someone? <laughs> maybe somebody who's really into it. I don't know, somebody who's, uh, if you listen to the episode, really into American Idol telepathy AUs. That's, or, or um, WWE uh, gay sex telepathy AUs, because there's an abundance of those for some reason. Oh my gosh. So, um, anything anything fun happened in the past week, Gabs? Um, I mean, we recorded, like, so recently, so yeah. not too much has happened since then. We got to pick uh, Frankie, our bearded dragon, out today, because um, she finally pooped so we could hold her. We didn't know beauties are very poopy creatures, so we try not to hold her unless she's pooped within the past 48 hours. Um... So we took her into the basement today and let her run around in my boyfriend's Fun. bed, like his old rabbit's uh, like cage, so that she could still run around on the floor while we were doing stuff. And she, I took some really funny pictures of her. I, you can look on my Facebook for them later, Liz. But uh-huh. oh my god, she was just like she was like holding the bars of the cage like she was in prison. And one uh-huh. of his cats kept trying to swipe at her, and we're like, these oh. bars are for your protection. And she did not it's... understand. I was like throwing yeah. herself against the cage. Uh, Liz got to got to uh, reserve a spot for her COVID vaccine. Yes, Woo-hoo! yay! I... In case you guys don't know, I'm an essential worker and have yes. not stopped working since the beginning of the pandemic. Yes. So I am very excited. So yes. I'm in New York. Has kind of waves of people who are allowed to get it, and I'm included in this wave. So I don't get I'm it until March seventh, but we have a spot, baby. I'm not we have a spot. Sure. I know that I count as an essential worker through Uber, so I'm like, I'm not sure when I can get it though, because Massachusetts guidelines are like really weird. But mm-hmm. um, because Nick's parents are high risk, they get it in like the first round, so we might yeah. be able to get it as like their quote unquote caregivers, even though we're very much not their caregivers. I mean, you you live with them, so yeah. you got to um, be safe as well, right? Like my grandmother got hers the other uh, day, and my dad went with her to get it and he and my mom are already going to be getting it within the next wave as my grandmother's caretakers um but keep in mind my dad had two heart attacks per the age of 50 so and he's like he was said like oh they happened to have an extra dose and gave it to him and i'm like i bet he was talking about how he was going to get it next and mentioned something about how high risk he was and they were like sir <laughs> can we just give you a vaccine now? See, yeah but um yeah i hope before we go into fanfics, I hope everyone gets their COVID yes. vaccine and stays safe. Please keep staying safe. Unfortunately, this pandemic is not over, and we really encourage you guys to stay inside best, and read fanfic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. And yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that being said, Liz, why don't you take us away? 
Um, so this week I chose a classic, classic trope, mm-hmm. coffee shop AU. It's so classic, it's in yeah. our bio. Yeah, I love, Gavs, yeah, do you like coffee shop AUs? Um, definitely, not as into them as I am now that, like, I've experienced working in food, but <laughs> but they are cute. Yeah, I love coffee shop AUs. Um, I mean, they're closely tied with college AUs, so, mm-hmm. like, of course, I love I love anything that's kind of like modern esque, like not within domestic. this domestic. Yes, um, <laughs> I also have a crippling coffee addiction. Can't so, confirm. Uh, everyone has a like stronger iced coffee addiction than any Massachusetts person I've ever met. <laughs> All the people at Dunkin' Donuts know me. I'm friends with the Dunkin' Donuts workers. They know my order the second I step in. I even get free donuts. Ha <laughs> ha. I spend so much money at Dunkin' Donuts. It's crazy. Can I, I also like, reiterate like the free stuff that like. This is not, like, a recent development. Like, since freshman year, like, we would go, like, to Dunkies, and Liz would be like, oh, I know these people. <laughs> like, Yeah, um, they give me, I always come home with free dun- uh, munchkins from Dunkin'. Um, they also give me cheaper coffee, because I bring in a reusable cup. So I, I don't, I very rarely have to pay full price for Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. <laughs> yes. So, um, I guess I can go into, like, the history. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really abridged version of the page, because the page is so long. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, like, I feel like a lot of it was kind of irrelevant um, information. But um, all this is from fan lore. So, um, basically, Coffee Shop AU is a fic that takes place in a coffee shop. Well, mostly in a coffee shop. Like, it centers around a coffee shop. I feel like almost always one character is a barista and the other character is a customer mm-hmm. and is typically extremely addicted to caffeine <laughs> or I, stressed. Yes. I don't think I ever see it really where like both are baristas or something. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I have that where it's like it can happen sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's not usually like the thing or like they can both be customers there and they see each other. But usually it's the customer server mm-hmm. dynamic. Um, so this began on LiveJournal, which is where it became popular, and it was originally called Barista AU. Do you remember when everyone was obsessed with drawing different characters as baristas? Okay, and, like, literally all of the, I remember all the cosplayers who worked at Starbucks were so excited because they just, like, would yep. use their Starbucks uniform for every cosplay. I remember it very specifically in Voltron. Like, yes, Voltron had everything. a ton of it. Oh um, my god. For me, I remember it most strongly with Attack on Titan, but that might also be because my obsession with Coffee Shop AU you coincided with my like early high school late middle school obsession with attack on titan Mm -hmm. so um yeah but i every time i like think of coffee shop au or barista au all i can think about is this one facebook post that the starbucks facebook like official one made probably like five or six years ago now that was like they shared one of their like long-term partners who was a cosplayer Uh and it was like you know like one of those like meet one of our partners and he was just talking about how he used his uniform in all his cosplays <laughs> <laughs> iconic iconic <laughs> Everyone, I just remember everybody who's a cosplayer like sharing that post around, being like, "Oh my god, what's his at? What's that?" <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I remember that. I remember I wanted to do that so bad. I mean, oh, I don't yes. work at a coffee shop. I feel like if I need another job before grad school or during grad school, I want to work in a coffee shop. I, I feel like, like you do really well in a Starbucks environment. Yeah, I, I almost worked at a Dunkin' Donuts. Is my first job. Um, it, 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 oh, we're wait, logistics with too this. many, too many hours yeah. as like a junior in high school. So whatever. Right. But, uh, coffee shops, I think I should work at one. Um, but, um, so wait, this is pop. Liz, let's reenact a coffee shop. You can be the barista. I'll be the, uh, not so caffeine addicted person. <laughs> 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 I'll come in for your fraps. You'll come in for the fraps. Okay. Yeah. 
okay, wait. So, continuing on. Yes. Uh, this is popular with fandoms where characters like like coffee or is like kind of always drinking coffee or is like always stressed and under pressure like you know like i feel like there's always like that one character in like any show where you're like oh they're like super stressed and like they always are the one that is like the one who's addicted to coffee in the coffee shop yes is. definitely i also i don't think i see it so much as like there's a character with a caffeine addiction but it's usually like people see a stressed character and make them like the oh. college student yeah tired college student um i think like usually it's like they kind of go hand in hand Mm -hmm. with each other you know um yeah so this uh this trope was believed to have begun in the pop slash fandoms yeah which is the boy band fandoms with like nsync and the backstreet boys like it's it's like kind of uncertain where the origins of this come from but that's like where they find like some of the earliest fics you know i feel like Um, one direction probably had their fair share oh 100 percent um wait i don't remember if we covered this but were you like an actual directioner no i wasn't okay i'm actually really upset i wasn't because like i actually do like a lot of their music i like like Um, songs but i the thing was like that was in my phase where i was like i'm too good for this shit we did go over this we did go over this yeah um now i'm a huge boy band stan i do listen to a lot of one direction so fucking awful for me (laughs) um so this is popular sorry my screen just went black okay uh, this is a popular trope used in many fandoms, and but the plot lines are kind of always very similar. Mm-hmm. Like, they're kind of all the same, but like we love them anyway. So, some some common tags associated with coffee shop AUs are fluff. Like, they're usually really really fluffy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they can have some smut in them, but it's not the main focus. It's usually the focus on the fluff yeah. and the pining. Uh, college mean, AU, as I said, and modern AU. What were you gonna say? It's kind of hard to have sex in a coffee shop. Well, they haven't. They, 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 <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so coffee shop AUs have been criticized for being like too mundane. But like, same with like domestic AUs. Like, mm-hmm. that's like the appeal of them. I feel. Yes. And like, as I was saying, like it's kind of like a lot of the plot lines are the same. Characters I mean, can. There's sh- only so many. How much you can do. Yeah, there's only so much you can do, but it's so popular. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it's whatever. Like, I I like it. I think people come to this sort of, like, domesticity of you. Yeah, for nostalgia. It's familiar. familiar. It's comfortable. They're not looking for, like, something new. New, yeah. They are comfortable with and that they're used to. Oh, I 100% agree. I feel the same way with, like, Miraculous Reveal Fix. Like, there's only so many different plot lines people can come up with, but I still read them all. (laughs) yeah. Um, and so sometimes they say, like, a lot of the characters can kind of, like, stray really far from their fan, like, their actual, like, canon characterization, which is fair, which is fair. It's, like, I don't care enough, but, like, I'm just reading off, like, like, criticizing stuff, and, like, someone said, like, it also kind of does normalize, like, workplace harassment and, like, flirtation, which, like, honestly, like, most people hate, like, I hate when people come into my job and get, like, really weirdly flirty with me, Mm -hmm. though, to be fair, mostly it's, like, creepy old men, and I'm, like, please (laughs) fuck off, like, I hate you, leave me alone, um, and, like, it it really does normalize that, please don't go hit on your local barista, like, they don't want, they don't want you to, please, they, they are just doing their job, think they're flirting with you, they're just doing their job, like, they the they're just doing their job. I feel like you should be like you should feel okay to flirt with like a service worker is if they very clearly initiate it, such as like giving you your number, their number, yeah. or like asking for yours, like that sort of thing. Yeah, never like, very clearly they want this to continue outside of the workplace. Yeah, 
please don't harass workers. But it does t tap on your, like, these fics do tap on, like, the normal, like, oh, I have a crush on the cute barista at Starbucks, you know? Oh, do you remember That's the okay. Starbucks? Do you remember the Starbucks barista at our school that would, like, sing everyone's name yes, and, like, write cute things so on their cup? Oh, <laughs> no, I, they were always sending me Facebook posts, like, appreciations for them because they were just so sweet. Oh, like, I love they were them. so excited to, like, be working there and interacting with everyone. Yeah, they would, like, sing your name. Um, I got many, like, oh, Liz is with, like, a heart as the eye. Yes, like, I love so that sweet. shit. It's so sweet. Or the smiley face. Mm -hmm. He was, like, one of my favorite baristas. I don't think I necessarily had a, I don't think I necessarily uh, had yeah, a crush I on him. I don't think any of us had a crush. crush on them. But yeah. um, I did have a crush on the, the one of the baristas at my local Starbucks in my hometown. Because they were a very cute alternative. <laughs> yeah, my one experience with crush on a cute barista was not so much a crush, but um, me in high school just like I didn't know how to read social cues yet. Um, mm -hmm. I really developed those more until college, so I just assumed everybody was nice, and I was talking to my barista that was like at um, my Barnes and Noble or something when my friends, uh, my school friends, and I decided to go work there, like on our homework, mm -hmm. and I ordered something, and. The barista was talking to me, so I was talking back to him, and I was like, "Oh, what a nice guy!" And and I got back to my table, and my friends were like, "Can you like not flirt with this dude who's like twice your age?" And I was like, "I wasn't flirting," and they were like, "Well, he was flirting with." I've you. done that shit before. I've done this that is, shit like, a before. Forty-year-old Starbucks manager. Oh no! <laughs> oh like, no! I'm like, and also like, I didn't. I looked my age. Like, I very much looked like I was in high school. I was dressed in like my Attack on Titan hoodie with like acne. Oh no! My weediest clothes. Like, I did not look like an adult. Hopefully, that was also your friend misreading the situation. Cause... Hopefully, that's like my, my like. I think about that sometimes. So I'm like, I really hope that was my friends. Like, not like. Like, also, not reading the social cue. I really hope he wasn't flirting with me. You know, like, just your friend, him just being nice and doing his job, yes. and then your friend God, being I like, hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, when I was looking up coffee shop AU fix, mm -hmm. like, uh, sadly, I tried to get a Maze Runner one. I can't find any really good Maze Runner fix, mm -hmm. so if anyone has them, please send them to me. <laughs> That's all I want. I can currently, like, in my brain, I'm trying to think of, like, stuff I've read coffee coffee shop AUs, because I know I've read so many of those in my time. But for some reason, all I can think about is, and I don't even remember the name, is back when I was really into Attack on Titan, in like 2013, I was really into, um, and don't come for me for problematic ships, like, we're well aware, Aaron and Levi, there's this coffee yeah. shop AU that was really I, popular. The thing is, like, we were shitty, like, kids, like, we, we didn't understand. Know. I didn't know. I didn't what know. Yeah, same. Bro. I didn't know what relationship abuse was. I was thirteen. I hadn't yeah. had my first kiss yet. Like, yeah. So I I'm there with you. Yeah. Yep. No, um, that's all but, I can think of when you're talking yeah. about body shopping. Um, I mostly well, obviously, like I mostly read Stucky fix. Yes. Um, knows. but and like I mostly read college AU, so I've yes, read so. <laughs> so I've read so many Stucky college AU fix that are also coffee shop AU mm. fix. So I love those. Um, but I'm when I was looking, you didn't use one. Um, I, I, as I said, I don't want to just give us Stucky. I feel bad if I do. But, um, so I was looking and I did buy kudos and most of the popular ones were like, uh, Teen Wolf Styles Exteric. Okay, that's because Teen Wolf fans are fucking horny. Horny. They write like the best things. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Exteric was such a good ship. They got like no screen time. Like, like, I, like, I, the reason I first watched Team Wolf was because I read some really cute fics, and also Dylan O'Brien is just really attractive. I literally, I think I'm gonna get into Teen Wolf. I'll the thing gladly rewatch it with <gasps> Oh my god, holy shit, yes. 
Uh, yes, because also like Dylan O'Brien. Yes. Dylan O'Brien was a Maze Runner. I loved yes, him in Maze Runner. Ha ha! Liz loves Maze Runner. That's crazy. Sorry. Um, <laughs> You've just become yeah. very predictable. <laughs> I am a predictable person. But no, what's funny though is like, like I don't. I'm not going to spoil anything. But like the fans of Team Wolf really hyped Steric. Like sounds like Steric to be up like so much more than it is, and like yeah, so I I the ship. But, I believe it. But like you like to the point that it's like surprising when like what happens happens. I won't give any spoils, but like just like like they just don't interact. I see, I see. Like, they're okay. Friends. Like- okay. Um so but so this one is a coffee shop AU where Derek is um the barista and Styles is caffeine addicted Ooh, person. Uh do you I wanna be usually the opposite of that? Yeah, do you want to be um Styles cuz he it's not from his point of view. Okay, I'll be Styles then. Okay. 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 So I'm reading for Derek then. Mm-hmm. Um so this this book is called He Takes His Coffee Black on AO3. It's by an orphan account, so I can't give you the name, but we will be posting the link on our Twitter, um, so look out for that. TLDR on orphan account is for those of us who don't know. Oh, yeah, it just basically means like their account I don't know if, like, I don't know the exact, but usually it's, like, their account doesn't exist anymore, but the fic does, so, like, you don't, you can't go to an account attached to the fic or anything, mm-hmm. or, but you can see the fic itself. Yeah. You, you probably have read fics by orphan accounts before, just never realized it. Honestly, yeah. You know? Like, I never really look at the authors, um, yeah. it's a fic that, like, I become obsessed with and I have to keep finding again. Yeah. Um, this is an 18 plus fic, so, like, it's more near the end that there's some, like, inappropriate things. That's because Steric fans cannot write for Steric without including porn. They're horny, okay? They're genuinely, like, the <laughs> people ever. I've ever met. Oh, they write so much. They write so many good fics, though. Um, <laughs> But yeah. So, just, like, a warning for that near the end. So, yeah. I guess I'll start. Okay. Okay. Fucking coffee, man. How would this become my life? How would this become his life? Well, there's a simple enough answer for that. His family owns the place. Oh, what just fell? <laughs> It's my phone, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, though he spends most of his time at grad school, Derek fills his breaks by picking up shifts at his car- parents' coffee shop. Winter's time is always especially busy. Cold weather and warm coffee are a good mix for business. But this year, Derek has found himself especially overworked because Laura caught the flu a week ago. With Laura down for the co- for the counts, the, st- the shop is understaffed. I can't speak again. I'm really sorry, guys. Handles. It's okay. Um, expect this from us. Yes. And Derek's looking at a 40-hour week, no question. Every so often, Laura texts him from her sickbed with things like, mmm, chicken noodle soup, already feeling better, little bro, XOXO, and it makes him want to roll his eyes and smile at the same time. He settles for his usual scowl because that's easy and default. Hale House Coffee is a built business on regulars located in a sleepy California town edging towards suburbia. Seven years ago, when Derek had finally packed up and gone off to college, Derek's mother... Her children, both grown, had decided she wanted something to occupy herself with. Derek's father had presented the lease to her for Christmas, the winter of Derek's freshman year, and that had been that. Holy sh- Oh, wait, sorry, wait, no. Yeah, that's- That's Scott. Yeah, that's not- That's- Oh, mm-hmm. fuck, I forgot that there's more people in this. Okay, do you want me to read this, Scott? Yeah, sure, okay. sure, 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 sure. Holy shit, it's cold as balls out there. <laughs> An unfamiliar voice says, around shattering teeth, and Derek looks up from his reverie, still scowling. 
Uh, coming towards the counter is Scott McCall, who always orders a white mocha with an uncomfortable but polite little smile. He's usually accompanied by a girl named Allison, who always gets a caramel macchiato, iced in the summer but hot in the winter. I used to be obsessed with caramel macchiatos. Only ice, though. Only I think ice. That's what Nick gets. It's that stuff's good. Mm, it's really sweet, and it gets you a lot of caffeine. Okay, but today he's with someone new. Hey, the new kid says. But like specifically, he, you have to say it with like the, the, the hey, hey, <laughs> hey, the little hand. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> the new kid says he's tall with long arms and legs and big hands that he lays flat on the counter, leaning into them with wide shoulders. Derek is offended by the ca- um casual t- cause. Casualty. casualty yeah of the jester like the kid knows the place well enough to just lean wherever he wants what can i get you derek asks in a flat voice and the kid raises his eyebrows probably surprised by derek's less than shining disposition uh just a coffee no cream or sugar or anything just black he says derek narrows his eyes intrigued despite himself he's only interested because almost no one in beacon hills likes their coffee plain and black and simple derek likes his that way yeah but that makes sense derek looks like the, a black coffee drinker the kid in front of him looks like a hot hot chocolate drinker <laughs> at best he's got a goofy expression on his face the big mouth and bigger eyes he's childlike in all the of the ways that matter even if his body is kind of kind of resembles a grown-up's I love how they say it kind of resembles, like, <laughs> kind not of. all of the Teen Wolf actors are, like, 30-year-olds with six-packs and rippling abs. Like, <laughs> and the white mocha for me. <laughs> we love the boys. I am um, channeling my nerdy Polar Express kid <laughs> for Scott McCall right now. Oh my god. Scott adds, sounding awkward, and Derek pulls himself from his thoughts, nods, and writes Scott's name on the cup in his hand. Name? Derek asks the tall kid, who looks confused by the question. Uh, what? He asks. When he catches on, he says, Oh, Styles." Derek's eyebrows go up, surprised, because who names their child Styles? Yeah. But he writes down the name and passes the cup to the bar before he collects their payment. 7.35, silently. And that's that. They get their drinks and claim some large, plush chairs in the back corner, where they talk animatedly laughing and bumping fists every so often Derek doesn't watch them he doesn't he just notices that when they get up uh styles takes both of their cups and tosses them in the recycling bin shakes their shoulders like he is has a little too much pent-up energy and throws an arm over scott's shoulder as they walk out into the cold december air the kid slips some uh, slips on some ice on the sidewalk and nearly face plants into a red pickup truck he's graceless his limbs probably got too long too quick Derek only notices because Styles is a stupid name, and he kind of wants to know how having a name like that affects a person. <laughs> so the next thing is um, like kind of like a time skip, like a, a bit longer into the fic, where like they kind of get to know each other a bit more. Like Styles is like always coming back for coffee, and like you know. I mean, if Derek was my barista, I would yeah. also always come back, even if I didn't drink coffee. Yup, yup, yup. I see. I see. Um, okay. You look like hell, Derek tells him honestly, and Styles sneers at him. Whatever. I need my freaking fix. Stat! Cream and sugar? Derek asks, uh, Sir Cat. Sacreenly? Okay. Sacreenly? I don't remember. Uh, And Styles looks murderous, because basically it's like, oh, he only gets black coffee, you know. They're a little joke. They're a little inside joke. He snaps, and Derek frowns, concerned by Styles' lack of good humor. Styles sighs and says, 
Sorry, dude. It's only been a day since my dad took away my caffeine, and I'm gonna lose my freaking mind. Took away your caffeine? Are you ten? Derek asks, keying the order in with sharp punches to the computer screen. Styles presses his right hip to the counter and crosses his arms. I called him yesterday to let him know that I wanted him to cut red meat out of his diet, but he would only agree to it if I went cold turkey on the caffeine. That's healthy. Derek says, his lips twitching with amusement. Shut up. It sucks. Styles groans. He passes his uh, check card over the counter when Derek gestures for it. I don't drink that much caffeine, and it's not going to kill me the way red meat could kill him. He's at that age, you know. Derek makes a non-committal noise and passes Styles back his card and receipt. Does this make me a drug dealer? Something like that. Styles says with a wry, wry grin. You're a lot less twitchy than most drug dealers, I think. Uh, lots of experience with drug dealers, then. Tons. So many drugs. No, scratch that. All of the drugs. I am a drug fiend. I love that because that's like, that just reminds me of like classic like Tumblr like posts. You oh, know? it's very, Styles is like definition of like 2013 Tumblr humor. And yeah. also like. That's why I, I, I need to watch it. I need do. to watch also, it. Also, like I, I don't remember if this was canon or, or just like a popular headcanon, but like Styles with ADHD made a lot of sense I, I was like start looking some stuff up and yeah, I saw that like a lot of people headcanon him has, as having ADHD, yes. which I think is cool. Very yeah. much so. But to be fair, they just do that because of the hyperactivity, not so much like everything else. But Everything else, yeah. I see all the symptoms in him. <laughs> um, Melissa McCall clears her voice behind Styles loudly. Sal reacts with a full body jerk and gapes over his shoulder at her with huge, wise eyes. Miss McCall! He says, squeaks really. Uh, sorry, he says, well, squeaks really. And Derek has to grind his teeth together to keep from laughing. I guess I'll be her. Styles, she says carefully, slowly, uh, slowly, her eyebrows raised. I, I'm just gonna wait for my coffee, then. Styles says quickly, and Melissa closes her eyes and shakes her head in a long, uh, sur- suffering manner. Smart choice, she says, a smile playing at the corner of her lips. Derek uh, smirks at Styles. Styles glares back, his cheeks colored with embarrassment, and makes his way to the end of the bar to pick up his coffee. He leaves quickly, casting one last look over his shoulder at Derek. When their eyes meet, Derek's throat feels inexplicably, 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 I can say that word, I promise, <laughs> tight, so he looks away. That's the end. Good job, Liz. I'm proud of you. Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I actually really like this fic a lot. What do you that think? That was very cute. I was definitely a fan. So Liz and Gabs watch Teen Wolf together next, basically. Yes. Is what well, I'm after we finally finish uh, I Seven and Glee, Chris. Yes. Oh, uh, we have a lot to do that. Yes. <laughs> so maybe um, in a year. Um, maybe in a year. <laughs> maybe I'll just start watching it on my own. I really honestly watch go for it. it. I don't need to rewatch it. Once you get to end of season two, that's where I don't remember anything. So um, I'm be bound to watch. Yeah. After that. Classic, like it's just really classic Tumblr. Like it coffee is. shop AU and Teen Wolf classic Tumblr. Yes, classic definitely. Tumblr. Definitely. I was talking about Tumblr earlier today with my friend Asher, and I was like, damn, mm-hmm. I kind of miss Tumblr. <laughs> I miss it, too. Like, I still have the app installed and, like, all my own blogs, and sometimes I'll look at it, open it up, and I'm just like, I just, it doesn't have the same appeal. Like, it doesn't. I miss- Where's, where's my porn? <laughs> where's my porn? <laughs> no, but I, miss... I, I just miss it in general. Yeah, really nostalgic. It would be a great nostalgia thing for, like, right now during COVID. Right. I mean, like, I'm surprised we're back into all of our nostalgia, like, like fandoms so like it's i mean i know that tumblr still has like a a fairly active 
base of users, but it's a lot smaller. Yeah, it's just not the same, man. Yeah, like, I know if I went on, like, over half of my mutuals would not be posting anymore. Oh, yeah. It's, like, I, I started going back on a little bit, and I had to, like, almost all of it, like, you remember, like, the shitty blogs you used to follow that would just, like, post ads all the time? Yes! I had to unfollow so many of those because that was literally all oh I God. saw. I, I think I like, unfollowed those a long time ago, but... I think I stopped using it, like, pretty early on, mm. so it was, like, not, like, crazy. And so I just basically went through and followed, like, a bunch of tags and stuff. That's fair. Um, there's still, like, a slightly active Maze Runner fandom on there, which That's makes surprising. me so happy. Because, like, oh my god, on TikTok I saw my first Maze Runner cosplay, and oh, that shit made me so happy. I feel like you posted about it, I think. Um, no, I I commented oh, on it, and I okay. was like, this made my fucking year. <laughs> I know the year just started, but this made my fucking year. Oh my Liz god. Liz cosplays Maze Runner when? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I did, ama- I was, um, I had, like, a Maze Runner Halloween costume one year for Halloween. Aww, I was really obsessed with it. Me and, like, someone who I used to be friends with were really obsessed with it. Like, we used to go to her house mm-hmm. and go on Tumblr and read, like, we were into, our favorite ship was Tom Minho, but the, the popular ship was, uh, Newtmas. But we were into Tom Minho, so we'd go to her house and go on Tumblr and read fics together. <laughs> I'm very oh, happy time. that you had that experience. What a good time. I miss that. Oh my god. Uh I miss nostalgic uh fandoms. Yeah. Please, um, please talk to me about Maze Runner. Like yes. pretty please. Okay. So um will you will you continue to read Coffee Shop Babes? Definitely. And I also um might go find that fic that you just <laughs> talked yeah, about. Actually uh, I will I will send you the link. I'll send you the link. Um, but yeah, I love coffee shop AUs. Probably mostly we'll read them in tandem with college AUs. Because, like, bitches and stopping reading those shits. <laughs> but yeah, Gabs, what did you get randomly assigned? I got randomly assigned Kwame Swap, which, for those of you who are unfamiliar with me yet, I am obsessed with the Miraculous Ladybug. I have had Miraculous Brain Rot for going on almost six years now. Like, I love this shit so much. I love this stupid kid show so much. Um, I and you got randomly assigned it. I got randomly assigned a tag that literally is specific to Miraculous, so I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but, so, the thing with Kwame Swap and, like, this whole segment for this episode is that I'm going to do my best to explain stuff, but um, I, I don't want to just explain all of Miraculous for the entire episode. So... Unfortunately, this might not make a whole lot of sense if you're completely unfamiliar with Miraculous, but again, I'm going to give just a quick TLDR. There just might be some things that confuse those who have never touched the series. I will either ask you to clarify or I'll be like, makes sense. I've watched some of it, not mm-hmm. a ton, so oh I might list, be able to get a little bit Please watch more. more. Please. I just want a full <laughs> Miraculous group. That is all I want. Like, uh... okay. Get into it, Liz. Get into it. Liz. Uh... Liz. I don't know about that, man. It's I gotta, so cute. I, I got so many shows I gotta watch. I gotta finish watching Clone Wars. Okay, but Miraculous um, is cute and short. I gotta watch Teen Wolf. I gotta finish Criminal Minds. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. I got so much shit to watch, okay? That's fair, I guess. But, like, it's just so cute. I love this series with yeah. all my heart. Um. Okay, so that being said, let's crack into it. So, yeah. obviously, Liz, you've said you just know a little bit about Miraculous, not a whole lot. 
Yeah, I don't read Miraculous Ladybug. The basis of a Kwame flop is, first thing you need to know what a Kwame is. So, Kwamis are little godlike beings in Miraculous Ladybug that give the heroes their powers. So, for instance, Ladybug's Kwame is Kiki, the goddess of, like, creation, and she manifests as, like, this little red bug with, like, three antennae. Like, she's just really cute. Um, she loves cookies, and she's super, super sweet, and she's what gives Marinette the power to turn into ladybugs. And then, for instance, Chat Noir has Quag, who is the black cat Kwame, and uh, he's the power of destruction, and he gives uh, Adrienne the power to transform into Chat Noir. And there's a bunch of different Kwamis for different things, and you really start to see all the different Kwamis in, like, season three and four, um, when she starts recruiting her friends to help her with fights. It's really fun. I feel like they're just, like, basically, like, live, like, you know how magical girls have, like, their yes. wands well, or shit they... Miraculous Ladybug basically is, like, a yeah, it's, it's a magic- magical girl yeah. with superheroes. Yeah, so it's, like, just think of, like, a magical girl, like, like, like wand that I they transform with. I don't know enough with. about Sailor Moon, but, like, I know they have, like, their wands or whatever. Yeah. I think that's how they transform. Um, if you know, if you know Shugochata, it's basically Shugochata. <laughs> if, like, anyone who knows Shugochata, it's basically like that. She has, like... Little like, but like they, they have they have they, a, they have some object, usually an inanimate. In this case, yeah. it's a living being, um, and they say a little catchphrase and they turn into a superhero alter ego. Spots on. That's yeah, what I yeah. Remember. So Marinette <laughs> is Tiki. Spots on, and then or depending on which version you listen to, because that's the English dub. But I know the French, which is tends to be the original version. Is uh, I believe it's just Tiki transforme moi or something like that. Transform me, bitch! <laughs> Literally. Um, and then uh, the English version for Plague, uh, Adrian is Plague uh, claws out, which is really cute. Yeah, it just looks so stupid. Yeah. Because, also, I just can't take the dub seriously because like Christina V is perfect, but. Bryce Papenbrook is so funny to me, like, as a person. Like, I ha- I'm literally Facebook friends with this man. Wait, like, what the fuck? He will add Why? anybody on Facebook. You can find his phone oh, okay. on Facebook. I don't think he, like, actually uses it. And he might even have hit the friend cap. But he literally would add anybody who sent him a friend request. And I think at mm-hmm. the time that I sent him a request, I also had quite a few, like, voice actors added to my page. Because um, I used to be, like, a- I used to do a lot of voice like, acting online. So I was- had Facebook friends with some, like, high-profile actors. And, like... I remember, like, during the height of Ultron, I found Shira's voice actor's, like, Facebook page. I don't remember his actual name, but I remember I found it, and I was so pleased with myself. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Bryce Hopkins. <laughs> um, I just can't take him seriously. Every time I hear his voice, I laugh. So, <laughs> hearing him as Adrian makes me laugh. I see. I understand. Um, That's yeah. what we, we watched the dub, I'm pretty sure. Yes. And we watched it. Yes, and then you have, like, Hawk Moth, the main villain of the show. His is, like, Nuru, Darkwing's Rise. I don't... I think, like, for the French version, for all of them, it's just Transformer-in-Law, but I could be wrong. Um, I like the little catchphrase. It's fun. Yeah, the catchphrases are cute. So, uh, Kwame Swap, the whole basis is that the author is, like, either thinks that another character would be better with a certain Kwame slash superhero ego, alter ego, or um, they just want to have them swap for the sake of swapping. And a lot of- funsies! Yeah, I don't actually know if this was born from the fandom or from the show, because- it's canon in the show that there have been a couple times that uh, some Kwamis have swapped. So one of the, like, the most notable episodes is Mr. Bug in Lady Noir, uh, mm-hmm. which is uh, Adrian and Marinette accidentally switched their Kwamis uh, or like their um, objects. And so they have to fight as each other's alter ego and they don't know how to use each other's powers. And it's a very cute episode. So that's where a lot of this came from. 
And then um, some other iterations uh, that are only fanon are um, Alia and Nino don't get their miraculous. So Alia and Nino are Adrian and Marinette's best friends, respectively, but Nino and Marinette have also been friends for a really long time. So there's a newer character in some later seasons called Lila, who is, like, Marinette's worst enemy, um, and she's not, like, the previous, like, uh, antagonist. I say antagonist because she's not the villain. Like, Chloe is not the main villain of the story, but she's the Marinette's antagonist. However, she has her redeeming moments in the show. Lila is introduced as a character who just, like, hates Marinette for no reason, really, and, like, it's just a bitch. Like, she literally has no redeeming qualities. All she wants to do is destroy Ladybug and shot Ladybug because she thinks Ladybug ruined her. All she does is lie. Uh, like, she's, like, actually, like, the worst character. Like, my secret guilty pleasure is reading Fix tagged Lila Saul, which is just Fix ragging on her and, like, exposing her. Um, but, so, a really common thing that happens is because Alia and Nino, like, all her classmates believe Lila's lies and think that Marinette's just jealous because they believe oh Lila's lies that she is dating Adrian or that they're interested in each other and they th- all think Marinette's jealous. Yeah. So okay. a lot of people like to headcanon that Marinette stops trusting Alia and Nino with the miraculous oh and doesn't God. give it to them uh, because of that, which is de- it definitely makes her some interesting reads. Um, yes. Oh, and then another one that happened in canon that I totally forgot about is um, Aspic and Viperion. So uh, there's the Snake Miraculous, and keeping in mind that Adrian and Le- um, Marinette don't know each other's identities at all, and like that's on purpose. So when they have to like give the Miraculous to like other people, they're like, I want to give the Miraculous to this person, and they just have to be like, okay, and pretend they don't know that person because they don't want to reveal their identity. <laughs> Yeah. And so one episode, Marinette's like, I'm going to give this miraculous to Adrian, even though, like, everything is saying, like, she should probably give it to Luca. Um, it, it, and she oh. has to be like, oh, okay, awesome. And, like, has to pretend to be surprised when she hands with them. And um, uh. <laughs> but he, like, tries. So the power of the state miraculous is to go back in time, just a short period, and, like, redo something, basically. Uh-huh. And it's revealed in this episode that he's trying to fix the scenario for, like, months. They can't do it. <gasps> oh, it's that's actually, so it's fucking a really cool! Heartbreaking episode. <laughs> like, that's really, really fucking cool. Um, and so eventually he gives up, and he's like, "My lady, like, I can't do it. You have to ask somebody else." And and she's like, "All right, all right, I guess." And then she gives Luca. So like, that's an um, instance of a Kwame swap happening, but like permanently. Like Luca then becomes Viperion. Like they, he only gets it. Uh, they don't Ooh, get else. that's cool. So then another popular fan. Uh, based one is where Lila, who I mentioned previously, was um, a, like a new main antagonist who was also teamed up with Hawk Moth, uh, the main villain before. There's a common swap where Hawk Moth gets defeated and Nuru, the uh, butterfly Kwame who gave Hawk Moth his powers, for some reason ends up in the hands of Lila. Um, I won't get into Ooh. like the reasons for that. And so then he and Lila team up and she becomes Scarlet Moth. Um, cool. Which is very popular one. And then another popular one I've seen is. I think the approved fanon name is Lady Luck, where Chloe mm-hmm. gets to become Ladybug instead of everyone Ooh. else. And that's, that's always an interesting take because uh, Chloe is just, like, very much not Ladybug. Because, <laughs> like, she's very selfish and self-serving and um, mean. And she's the caught reason that there's a lot of, like, Akumas or villains with the show because she <laughs> gets everyone so upset that they turn into one. Um, she has to fix her own problems. Yeah, so, but it is, it is like, it, yeah, so that is usually what happens. It's an interesting take. I haven't read a whole lot of it, but it's cute. So, mm-hmm. that being said, uh, the fic I chose is called Ice Coolers and Sweet Tooth by 
lady chat and that's lady with two a's that's the bad lady uh so general audience is thick on ao3 there is a bit of identity reveal at the end i know that not everybody likes identity reveal even though i'm obsessed with it uh, so just giving you guys a heads up but it's a cute fic and uh the premise is that ladybug and chat noir decided to switch kwamis for some reason i don't remember why um but they just started to switch Kwamis. They still don't know the other's identity. So this uh, excerpt that I have is Plague and La uh, Ladybug slash Marinette like talking. So um, just hanging out. It's really cute. So Liz, do you want to read for Plague or Marinette? Whatever you say is good. I'm trying to think if I can do a Plague voice. Hold on. What the fuck is a Plague voice? Because he sounds like really like nasally and whiny and he like, sounds like an annoying he motherfucker. sounds like an annoying 12 year old who would call you a slur on xbox oh my god um i played enough call of duty to channel that <laughs> okay then you can go for it Liz. okay okay no plague come on i'm not walking around carrying camembert chat noir would never speak such disrespect Marinette sighed, her hands on her hips as she glared at the little creature. My partner might not mind walking around smelling like cheese, but I do. And again, some quick uh, clarification on that is that um, the Kwamis also have to eat like certain kinds of food after they're done, you know, transforming their uh, superheroes forms. Otherwise, they're like, I don't know, they don't really say what happens. They just need to eat because they run out of energy. So like Tiki, uh, the ladybug, miraculous, she eats cookies and plague loves cheese specifically camembert so uh he shrugged waving his small paw as if her concern was baseless you're not gonna starve the almighty flag right i have refined taste pigtails this was impossible she had no idea how chat noir was able to carry said cheese around but she took one whiff of it and refused to bring it near her clothes how is it possible to mask such an odor but flag did have a point she had to find him something to eat okay compromise she couldn't believe she was doing this. My dad has been wanting to experiment with it for a while, but since mom and I can't stand the smell, he hasn't been able to. What about dessert with Camembert? Plague wrinkled his nose, but his ears were perked, letting her know he was interested. Will it be sweet? I have no clue, but since he loves making a lot of it, I'm sure you'll find something to match your refined taste. Hmm. He floated up from his position on her desk and hovered right in front of her. I have a very specific taste I like. She groaned, dropping her head. I know, but work with me here. I already get asked questions about everything, and I don't want to add this to the list. Fine. Head snapping up, her lips tugged into a hopeful smile. You'll give it a chance? Only if you let me eat it until your father starts his creations. That she could work with. You're the best, Plague. She let out a breath of relief as she straightened up. Let's go to the grocery store later today. If I can find a small enough cooler I can carry wherever, I'll buy you as much as you want. But the shit-eating grin he threw her had her narrowing her eyes. Be careful what you promise, Pigtails. You have no idea how much I can store in this tummy of mine. Keep in mind that these are guys are also, like, half a foot tall, like, at largest. Like, probably closer to, like, five inches. Like, they're, they're yeah. really not small. Or Teeny tall. tiny. Oh, she had forgotten how much Kwamis could eat. Tiki used to eat dozens of cookies after a particularly long battle, as far as she was concerned. Oh, and as far as she was concerned, Plague's favorite cheese was not cheap at all. How did Kitty afford so much of it? Oh, our boy is loaded. Like, crazy loaded. I've only ever had one other wheeler with that much wealth. Chat Noir is rich? 
He's rich? Yep. He floated back down onto her bed, a dreamy sigh escaping from him. Sometimes he even gives me the best, stinkiest cheese in all of Paris. No one can beat my kid. He's spoiling you, she muttered, her fingers gently rubbing his stomach. If there isn't any dessert you like, then I'll just have to ask him to hand me his stash. That way, Tiki can still get those cookies she loves. That might be the smartest thing you've ever said, Bucky. You and Shad are so alike. Do you randomly come up with nicknames on your time off? His smile told her all she wanted to know. You have no idea how many we've come up with. And don't you, don't go groaning and moaning. I know you love it when he hits on you with them. She could lie and say such things weren't true, but she knew he wouldn't believe her. If you tell him, I'm not going to make your life easy. The fact that you two won't show each other's faces is enough torture within itself. Tiki also made the same statement before she handed her over to her partner. Would it really make things easier if they revealed themselves? Tiki said the same thing. Well, surprise, surprise. We are counterparts. And that's all I have for you guys. But it's a that's cute. Thing. It's really that's short. Cute. It's kind of like 2,000 words, I think. Like, it's a standalone one-shot. Very cute. Yeah, I'm not even, like, a huge Miraculous Ladybug fan, but I think it's really cute. Yeah, I, I love it personally because we don't get a whole lot of, like, um, the characters interacting with other Kwamis except for their own in the show. So I really love, like, the fanon versions that people come up with, especially in Reveal Fix when, like, you know, Adrian gets to interact with Tiki and Marinette gets to interact with Flag and the two of them get to interact with. It's just very, very cute. I, yeah, I think it's cute. I will say, I probably won't be reading many because I don't. <laughs> well, you get into Miraculous! Okay, I like, don't. Like, like, just watch <laughs> Like, watch like 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 the key episodes like i will send you like the most important episodes to watch to get into it and then if you don't like it don't bother but like please. i don't have time man okay you just have to watch chat blog please just watch chat blog like that is the episode i rewatched like whenever i just need to feel something <laughs> whenever i need to feel something. it's a, like i don't want to give too much away to those who haven't either gotten there or haven't watched miraculous yet but it's just like it's like if people, if you ship Marinette and Adrian slash Lady Noir, like, slash, you know, the whole love square, like, it's everybody's, like, favorite ship. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I have many a show on my list. And I just added Teen Wolf. <laughs> well, now add Miraculous. Uh, maybe. I'll see. Okay. Well... That was pretty quick. We got through this stuff fast. Yeah, that's crazy. I think I just didn't want to, like, harp. The thing is, like, your, your trope wasn't, it was just so My straightforward. My trope is so yeah. specific and straightforward that there's only I'm, like, so much backstory to it. I'm not super into it, so it's, like, doesn't really help, you know? Yes, definitely. Not as much back and forth. It's okay, though, I think. We can have short yeah. episodes as a treat. As a treat. Or I yeah. should say for our audience, as a treat. As a treat. Oh my goodness. Okay, so, I mean, Jesus, how long was that, though? Like, not even 50 minutes. Oh, love that. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Um, We'll just get to have more for next time. Yeah, what's your social media, Gabs? My social media is at Nerd on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and you can find me at live streaming on Twitch almost every day of the week. Usually I take one or two days off, but... Um, I've been having a lot of fun. I hit affiliate, so come sub if you have a free one open or you just want to support me. Liz, yeah. what about you? Uh, my username is Lazily Liz. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And on Twi- TikTok, you can see me being a Neko Mimi now. <laughs> I'm yes, a cat Liz girl. has completely decided to cater to her male fan base. And <laughs> it's not my fault. It's the only way TikTok pushes my content. Okay, but it is really cute. Nick and I always look at your videos. We're like, look, look how cute Liz is. Ah, blushes. 
But yeah, basically, I you could see me be a cat girl with uh, my titties out. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, as much as TikTok will allow that. Um, yeah. And then you can find, Liz, where can we find our show social media? <gasps> oh my god, I'm glad you asked. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at trope podcast and you can find us on uh facebook either at trope podcast or their tropes battle for dominance if you have any reason to email us like maybe with some good maze runner fix you can <laughs> or email us a- uh, trope recommendations you know we're open to everything um at trope dominance at gmail.com um hopefully i mean this past week we've been commissioning a new uh, yes we should have it by the time we record next episode i think yeah but i mean this will probably come out after the time we already have yes, it so yes. um, yeah. we're for my lovely friend ezra whose uh social media we will plug as soon as we have um the art finished and i know what social media she wants us to plug or, sorry, my titties are popping in it Yes, yes. Uh, we My specifically made sure that Liz's boobs were drawn accurately. Because I, I literally, the first photo, I was so flat. I was like, can my boobs to be, be bigger? Fair, my your friend, your friend didn't have, yeah, didn't have any reference. So I was like, oh, can my titties be bigger? Yes. <laughs> my uh, titties are I, honestly, now. Yeah, no, like the image is very true to our side profiles in like a very flattering way too. So I really enjoyed it because I usually hate my side profile. Um, and Ezra is just like a really talented artist. I got a big nose, but that's not a bad thing. You don't have a big nose. What are you talking about? I'm the it, Jew here. Uh, my nose looks bigger <laughs> in the artwork. No, it doesn't. If you want, if you want, we can change that. We can. No, that. it's okay. I don't mind it. Okay. Um. That being said, any other closing comments? Uh, no. All right. So, well, signing yeah. off. This is Gaz, and this is Liz, and All goodbye. Right. Goodbye. <laughs>